Hi guys, it's me, Shania. Um, It's been a little while since I've made a podcast, but I'm back now. Um, Make sure you follow me on my Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. So for this podcast, I'm going to be talking about depression. Now, I... Never, I never, like, understood growing, like, growing up, I never understood what depression really was. I knew people could get sad. Like, of course, like, that's an emotion, you know, but I never knew or never experienced people getting extremely sad and I have been bullied throughout school um, since I can remember since fourth grade I've been bullied now I always asked myself what is wrong with me why don't people like me? Did I do something wrong? Or, you know, but I realized that I didn't do anything wrong. It was, I was never the problem. Other people just didn't like me. Kids are very mean. Um, you know, kids will find the most darndest things to pick on you about. If they don't like the way that you look, they're going to say something. If they don't like your hair, they're going to say something. If they think, you know, if you're not, they think if you're too, if you're too fat, they're going to say something. If you're too skinny, they're going to say something. Kids will be kids. And um, unfortunately, that's never going to change. So all throughout school, I was bullied severely. I used to get picked on really bad. I used to get pushed into lockers. I used to get my hair pulled in gym class. They would purposely throw things at me. I used to get people throwing pens at the back of my head, people trying to make me trip in the cafeteria, sticking their foot out just to see me fall. And when you experience so much torment and so much so much pain and agony, Those are times that you will never forget. It's like embedded into your brain. You just can't forget about it. It's always going to be there. And I, this is really hard for me to talk about because I'm still going through it today. Like, 
I have extremely, extremely bad depression. And like I said, I, growing up, I knew people could get sad, but I never knew that this type of emotion really exists in the world today. Like extreme sadness, feeling like, feeling like there's a cloud of darkness over you and it's constantly pouring down raining and it's like you're stuck you're paused and you can't move so you're just being rained on the whole entire time and it also feels like a huge a huge cylinder is just on you or like a ton of bricks is on your chest and you can't breathe and it's crushing your lungs I have felt like this for a very, very long time. I've always felt like this. Um, you know, growing up, seeing my mom struggle financially and seeing everything around us, you know, go to crap. Basically, it hurt me in so many ways, seeing my own mom cry and seeing her suffer when she doesn't deserve that. You know, it made me feel like complete trash seeing her suffer like that because me and my mom have the most closest relationship than anyone in this world. I don't have a relationship that close with anyone in this world besides my mom. And, you know, being being young and being a teenager and seeing your mom go through so much pain, that will never... That will never sit well with me or anyone that has a close relationship with their mom and they had to see their mom suffer because of the financial situation you were in. So that also made me depressed. And I... I don't feel like sometimes I feel like things will never get better. Um you know, it's so hard being so young. You know, I'm 20 years old. I just turned 20 in October. You know, it's so hard getting used to, you know, being in this world um, with so many trials and so many things to overcome. And, you know, there's always going to be more things to face that I have to go through, good or bad. And 
lately I've been having these emotional breakdowns where I can't stop crying. And it's like sometimes I don't even know why I'm crying. But in all seriousness, I don't know why I have depression, but I could kind of rule out maybe why I have it. I don't know. I, you know, like, like I said, the bullying really had an effect on me. My, my severe bullying started in seventh grade. I was, like I said, I was pushed into lockers. Rumors were made about me. Several rumors. My hair was pulled. I was crying almost every single day in seventh grade. That was the worst time for me, and I'll never forget seventh grade. Seventh grade was like... Seventh grade is forever embedded in my head. And I also spent a lot of time in the principal's office in seventh grade. That was, like, my home. And it got to the point where, like, I told my principal, I sat there and I cried to him. And I told him, I don't even feel comfortable going to school anymore. What kid should have to go through not feeling comfortable at their school. A school is supposed to be a safe place for students to come to learn and to make friends and, you know, just learn things. A school is like a child's second home because you're in school for pretty much more than half your life. Um, you know, you have to spend a couple years in school. So a school should be a safe place. It shouldn't be a danger zone. It shouldn't be like, oh, am I going to go to, like, am I going to just go in just to get bullied? Or, like, are people going to torment me today? What rumors am I going to hear next? You know, are people going to make me cry today? Am I going to get beat up? You know, it shouldn't be like that. A, a kid's mind shouldn't have to go through that. And that's what I went through every single day. I was crying every single day in seventh grade. And the crazy part is the people that the, the people that bullied me, they don't even remember bullying me to this day. Because I remember I had confronted one of the girls that had bullied me severely and she didn't even remember she tried to play it off like I like she didn't do anything and I've been through a lot of pain in my life I've been through a lot of suffering in my life and Depression is no joke. And now I understand why 
growing up, I would see so many people, you know, I would hear about so many people killing themselves. And I'm just like, wow, like, why would they do that? But it's not a joke. People, there are people out in this world right now, as I speak, that are suffering so badly that they have no one. They don't have family to go to. They don't have friends to go to. You know, they're trapped in a bubble they can't get out of. And a lot of those people are feeling like, why was I brought into this world just to suffer? Why can't I have peace? And I understand how bad it could get. Life has been kicking me down in so many ways. There has been so many trials and errors that I've had to face. You know, I understand how bad life can get. And I never thought I would get to the point where I'm so sad, I'm crying. Like, having a breakdown. Like, sometimes I don't know, I don't know, like, how to deal, how to handle it. All my life I've known that I always wanted to help people. And I hope, I really, really hope that one day I can share my success story. Depression is something that never will go away for anyone. But you could choose to make things a little bit better, to not let it consume you. You know, if you let your depression win and if you let your depression consume you, you're going to end up taking your own life or you're going to end up doing stuff that you can't get out of. And depression is... Depression is like the devil. You know, it tries to take people. The devil tries to take people and bring them in to his fiery, fiery cave. But you cannot let it consume you. Because if you you let it consume you, like I am doing right now, And I hate the fact that I'm letting it consume me. I hate it. Because it's like, I don't want it to win. I want to beat it. And I know, I've thought, I mean, I've questioned my existence. But, you know, some people say they want to kill themselves but not actually mean it. They want to stay here. They want to be here, but they just don't know why they have to suffer. And that's me. I say I want to kill myself a lot of the times, 
And I hate to admit it because that's such a sad and awful, awful thing to ever think or to ever say. And I don't want to think like that or I don't want to say that, but it's like I'm at a point in my life where I don't know who I am. I don't know exactly what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And not knowing is making me so anxious and so, like, heartbroken because I think that I'm not good enough. And there's people out here that have their shit together and they know what they're supposed to be doing in life. And I'm here... And I don't know. The first thing. Depression is a very, very dark thing to go through in life. I think it's one of the most darkest things that can happen in a person's life. Because their mind is altered. Everything about you just changes. Your attitude, your moods, you know, your personality, the way you see the world, the way you see yourself, the way you think about yourself, the way you think about, you know, your favorite activities, you put things to the side, you, you know, avoid people. It is so dark. It almost feels like you're already dead. I hate feeling this way. And you know what? I'm probably going to have depression for the rest of my life. I've come to realize that it's a mental illness. And... You can't choose what happens to you in life. You know, you can't choose it. It just happens. And I never thought that I would be one of these people that could feel this way. And I hope And I pray that I can can help people with this, with this horrible, horrible thing. I hope I could be the voice for someone and I hope that I could give someone courage to fight this. You know, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to be in the dark. You shouldn't have to cry almost every single day. Life is very, 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 very short and very limited. You don't want to waste your life on feeling this amount of pain. And suffering. Because think of it this way. 
there can be a life without this pain and all the suffering. And that's what I need to tell myself too. Because if I continue to let this affect my life, I'm not going to see, I'm not going to be able to see life for what it truly is. Yes, life can suck really, really bad. And it could be this really bad thing. Life could just be really, really bad and really messed up. And sometimes you don't even understand what life even is because it's so messed up. But life is a beautiful thing. Life is given to you. You don't choose it. It's given to you. It's one of the best things that could ever happen. You know, life is just being created. You know, as we, as I speak, someone is probably being born right now. Life is so beautiful and People that have depression, severe depression or mild depression or whatever it is that you're experiencing. Don't let it take away. Don't let it take away your choices. Life is so beautiful and it's like you have the choice to not let this bring you down and not let this bring you into that fiery cave. Life is so beautiful. And I know I keep on saying it, but it's true. There's so many good things about life. Let's start off by saying the good thing about life is you know, you have You could be whoever you want to be in life. If you want to be a writer, you could work you could work on being a writer. If you want to be in med school or a doctor or a nurse, you could do that. You know, life has many options to choose from. You just got to want it. You got to want it so bad that you fight for it. You gotta wanna you gotta wanna see what's on the other side of depression. Depression may not depression may not leave your life forever. Don't expect it to, because depression can also come back as easily as it started. It could come back. But you have to have that willpower to say, No, you're not going to come back or I'm not going to let you come back that easily. You're not going to, you're not going to have that power, that much power over my life. You know, you have to be strong and I know it's easier said than done, but no one said you had to be strong in like five seconds. You know, it's going to take years and years to to want to see what it's like on the other side of being so depressed 
It's going to take years, and that's okay. However long it takes you, you just need to know that there's a whole nother life out there that could be yours. You could be happy. You could be married, happily married. You could have kids. You could have a wonderful an amazing career that you've always wanted, something that you're so passionate about. Um, you could have that. And it, it all takes time. Nothing is going to happen overnight or in five seconds. You know, depression is going to take a lot, a lot of time to kick its butt, basically. You have to be understanding. You have to understand your own depression. You know, you can't be like, like, it's okay to be angry because sometimes I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm so mad. I'm like, why? Like, why did this choose me? Why do I have this? It's okay. I hope that... I hope that one day I can help as many people as I can to fight this because depression is real. If you take anything from this podcast, I want you to understand that depression is so real. People are out here feeling worthless and feeling like, There is no happy ending. That they have to kill themselves. That's what I want you to take from this podcast. And like I said. You have to want to see what's on the other side. You have to start by setting out a goal. A goal to get better. And one of my goals for 2019 is to kick depression's ass. And I mean kick it so hard for making me feel this way. For making me ever doubt myself. And for making me feel like I'm so low in life. I'm going to kick its ass 110%. And that's what I want all of you to do. Is to kick its ass. To keep on fighting for what you really deserve. And I hope you guys... I hope you guys will... Follow me along with my podcast journey. I hope you guys liked this. I hope you guys liked this podcast. I tried to get as personal as I could. I tried. You know, I'm still going through depression myself. And it's hard. It's very, very difficult. But that doesn't mean it can't get better. It may be difficult now. But that doesn't mean that it won't get better. And that it can't get better. So, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. 
Make sure to follow me on Instagram. I said it in the beginning of this podcast. Make sure you follow me and let me know what other podcasts you would like me to do. And I will do it. And I will see you guys. Wow. I said I'll see you guys. I will talk to you guys in my next podcast. Bye. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Shania. So I'm back with another podcast about depression. I have touched on this topic a little bit, but I have barely scratched the surface. So I really, really want to get into this because this is a topic I feel very strongly about. So if you have not followed me on Instagram, my Instagram is cupcakexoxohan. So I'm just going to get into this. So I have depression. I know it's a scary, scary thing to admit, but the first steps into getting better and to fighting this very dark, evil thing is to admit that you have it, to admit you have depression. I know it can be scary for some people. Some people don't want to admit this. They feel ashamed. Um, It's a very serious thing, and I think that by admitting that you have it, then it will help you in ways of getting better. That's the first step. So I have depression. I have, I've had mild depression and I have had extreme depression. Mild depression where it hasn't totally affected my life. Like I was still able to do things and I was able to go through my day without breaking down and crying hysterically. I was able to do those things. And I've had extreme depression where I've had these terrible thoughts and I was crying every single day and breaking down and my brain completely shutting off and just just being in an awful place. So I I have been in a really bad place for a long, long time. Depression has taken over my life, literally. This past year, it has been nothing but darkness. And... When you let when you allow your depre- when you allow your depression to get the best of you, it will bring you so so down. It will take you to the gutter. It doesn't care how you feel. It just once it gets a hold of you, it wants to take you with it. It's like the devil. It's literally the devil. Depression is nothing good. It's nothing happy. It's everything that's evil. It controls a person's thoughts. It takes over your happiness. 
You know, it doesn't care. And I've been in the void. The void is a dark, cold, very, very dark place where when you're in the void, it's like you're the only person on earth. There's no one else around you. You're the only person, the only thing you have is all your thoughts turning around and around and around in circles in your head. Voices in your head. That is the void. It is where you get so affected You can't even eat. Eating is like eating or doing anything that involves movement is torture. It's so hard to do. Even showering. You know, doing things, going outside, hanging out with people. When you're in the void, it is so hard to want to find time to do those things or to have energy to do those things. When you're in the void, you feel like you're the only person going through this. You feel like no one is there to help you. And Once you're in the void, it's hard to get yourself out of it. You're going to be in that void for a very, very long time. I... I have... I've had days where I get in the void and it's so hard to come out of it. I don't want to think the things I do. I don't want to feel the way I do. I try and look for Things to pull me out of the void. I try my hardest. And if you are ever going through this. Or if you ever feel like you're stuck. 
and you can't get out of it. You have to think about other things. You have to distract yourself because if you don't distract yourself and you're not strong enough to handle it, you're going to end up hurting yourself or killing yourself. Because these feelings are so strong that it overwhelms you and like it feels like you're lost. Like I said, there's no one in there's no one else in the void with you. You're by yourself. You're alone. There's no one. It's like everyone else around you is invisible. You can't hear them, you can't see them. Even when you have people telling you that they love you and they're here for you. It's like you don't believe them. And it's not and it's not like and it's like it's not like you don't believe them because like you just don't believe them. You don't believe them because the void is a dark force and it's tricking you. It tricks your mind and it plays with you and it makes you turn, it makes you turn off that part of your brain that, that part of connection with other people, it makes you shut it off. It makes you shut everything off. And it makes you become almost like a almost like a zombie in a way. A zombie that's standing still. A zombie with no voice. Just picture it. A zombie standing still, no voice. Just someone that is dead. It makes you feel like you are already dead. And that is the toughest thing to get out of when you feel that way. But you have to find things that you're passionate about. Find things to keep your mind busy. You know, whatever it is, go outside for a walk call up your best friend or call up someone that means a lot to you. If you like reading, read a book. Turn on your favorite TV show. Watch your favorite YouTuber or or draw, or write, you have to find something to keep your mind distracted because you never know when that dark and evil void comes knocking at your door. It does not 
wait for you. It does not choose whether to come today, tomorrow, next week, next month, two years from now. It will come whenever it wants to. It will come when you're least expecting it. It could come randomly when you're watching TV or when you're on your phone. It'll just hit you. Which has happened to me so many times. I've just been on my phone or watching TV and it came knocking at my door and just had knocked me down and went inside my body and my brain and has taken me over And it felt like I was not in control of my mind or my body at all. That's what happens. But you have to be strong enough. Because this thing is so powerful. That it can and will kill you. And I never understood this much pain before in my life. Never. But this this sense of darkness has actually taught me something. It's taught me that I don't ever want to feel this way ever again. I don't want this to affect my life anymore. I want to be free. And I know that sometimes it will come back. It never goes away. It follows you for the rest of your life. But you can beat it. You can kick this darkness in the butt. The void doesn't have to be the void. You don't have to be in the void. And I know that it has been controlling me for a while now. But I'm not letting it control me anymore. I'm going to control it. That's the kind of mindset that you have to have. If you want to get through this, you have to have that kind of mindset. And I know that there has been so many other people probably feeling the same way I do. And probably in the void. The void is darkness. That's what it is. It's darkness. It's an evil force. Evil force of darkness. And I know there's been so many people that have been in this darkness that has killed themselves. And people don't understand why. Like, what happened? Why would they do this? And, you know, what could I have done? What could have I done to prevent this from happening? But what people don't understand is Sometimes there's not anything you can do to prevent it. The darkness... The darkness just 
comes. And it's very unfortunate. And some people, the darkness is stronger for others. Stronger for, it's stronger sometimes for other people. I, I have, I have never gotten to the point where the darkness has overtaken me so much that I've actually tried to kill myself. I've never had any suicidal, suicidal, um, Well, I've had suicidal thoughts, but I've never actually acted out on them. It's never gotten to the point where I've tried to actually take my own life. For other people, the darkness will do that to you. The darkness will literally put these put these thoughts in your head. And it will, it will tell you all the ways to kill yourself. And it will convince you that you will be better off in the dark. That's why I call it darkness. Because when you are dead, you are sleeping forever. Your eyes are closed. And when your eyes are closed, you cannot see anything. You are in darkness. That's why I call it the void. The void is the eternal darkness. And that's what, that's what dying is. It's eternal darkness. Eternal peace, eternal darkness, whatever. It's darkness. And I, I know a lot of people probably won't understand this, but... People that have gone through this feeling, this strong, strong, overwhelming feeling will know exactly what I'm talking about. And I hope and I pray that I can get this message across. I've always wanted to explain exactly what this darkness felt like, but I never... I never thought I could because this darkness is so powerful that like it takes all the words from me because I don't know how to explain it in a way to make other people understand. And I hope I've explained it well for people to understand that this is something very, very, very serious. And the darkness not only affects people that have depression, but if the darkness can affect other people, other people, like for instance, if you have depression and you're in, and you're in darkness, you're in this void, it can affect your friends, your family, your partner, you know, because they want to know why you're so sad. They want to know what, what am, what am I doing wrong? Or, oh my God, like, why is my, 
Why is my partner sad? Why is my sister sad? Why is my brother sad? Whatever. You know, why? Why? Like, you know, so it can affect the people around you. The darkness does not care. I hope I've explained this well for other people to understand what I'm talking about. It's something very serious that a lot of people deal with. And that is why a lot of people kill themselves. And I don't. A lot of people say it's selfish to take your own life because there's other people that that love and care about you. And I get it. I get how it can be selfish. I get it. But I also can understand. I could also empathize and feel what that person that took their own life was feeling. I can understand now. Because I have been through it. I have been through the very same darkness that they have went through when they killed themselves. People don't just take their own life for no reason. People take it because they are in so much pain and they don't know what to do. This darkness will not leave you alone. It will keep going. It will keep antagonizing you. And it will... will Take over your thoughts, your life, your body, everything about you. It will take over because it feeds off of your negative energy. It feeds off of you. It doesn't want happiness. It can't accept happiness. It does not like happiness. It likes everything negative and dark and it eats at you and eats at you and keeps eating at you until you are no longer Until you are no longer to be eaten off of. I hope you can understand it when I put it that way. I don't think that... I don't think that people that kill themselves are necessarily selfish. I think that they are just... I think that they had just went through a lot of pain and suffering... And they could not find another way out. That's all. That's. That's what I think about that. It's not all about just like. It's not all about. Oh they didn't. They didn't love me. They, they wanted to leave me. Why would they do that? You know I understand How hard it can be for people that have lost a loved one due to suicide. I understand. I'm in no way saying that it's okay or saying that, you know, you shouldn't be upset or sad because I totally understand that perspective of it. I get it. I do understand how it can be selfish. And I'm not saying it can't be because it can be. Um... You know, it can. And it also, I also, like I said, I also 
empathize with people that do kill themselves because I understand what it, I understand what they were thinking when they did it. I understand that they could not see that they could not see how much other people love them. They couldn't see that because they were in darkness. This void is evil, I'm telling you. It is so evil. I I really hope I could help other people when it comes to this because I don't want to see other people suffer. If I can help someone, then that makes me even happier when I'm helping people because I know what it feels like to go through this. I do. And you know what? I'm still learning and I'm still experiencing this terrible, terrible, awful, awful feeling. But it only makes people stronger. And if you can beat this, if you can beat this evil force, then you can just about help anyone that's experiencing this evil force as well. And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to beat this. I know I can because I know I cannot kill myself. I cannot. I don't want to. But this evil force wants me to. But I don't want to. I've already made up my mind. I don't want to. I want to live life. I want to eventually have kids. I want to keep going to college. I want to earn my degree. I want to be able to hang out with my family. I want to be able to do things that you should be doing in life. You should be able to live to see another day. You should be able to live to go to school, have a family, get a career. You know, you should you should live for those things. And the darkness will not want to see you do those things. But if you can beat it, then... You can help anyone. It's very, very serious. So, that's all I want to say. I hope you guys... I hope you guys got something out of this. It was very difficult trying to explain what the darkness is. I tried my very best to put it into words. Honestly, there's no words to describe this feeling besides it being really, really terrible. But I've tried my best. Hey guys, what's up? It's me. So, I'm back with another podcast. So like I always say, before I get started with this podcast, make sure you follow my Instagram at CupcakeXOXOHAN. That's CupcakeXOXOHAN. So for today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about losing yourself with depression. So 
a little bit about my background story. I've always had depression since I was younger, but it hasn't, it's been kept away and it hasn't been, it hasn't been like out there in a long time. Like it, it got full, it got to the point where it became full blown depression about last year. 2018. All of last year, I was miserable. And I thought that it would change when the new year came. I thought it would change, but it didn't. Um, I'm still miserable. I'm still suffering really badly with depression. I lost myself. And I lost myself. I lost control. I lost control over the one thing that can stop me from doing everything in my life. When you have depression, depression will literally eat at you until you can no longer take it anymore and you do something to hurt yourself. And I hate to admit it, but I have hurt myself. I took a knife and I drew... I took a knife and I just slightly like cut into my skin. Well, I didn't cut. I just drew drew across it and it left two marks and I still have it. It's like a scar and that is losing control. When you allow yourself, when you allow yourself to let depression overcome you, and when you allow yourself to to let depression win, you do those things because you feel like you're so defeated, like it already won. So you're just adding on to the flames. Losing yourself and losing control is not good. I would have never thought I would have did this in my life. In my life. And like I said, I've always had depression. It just became like... It just turned out to be like full-blown depression last year. And depression can really take over who you once were. Once you have extreme depression, you're not going to even notice yourself. You're not going to notice yourself. You're going to be like, who, who was I before this evil, evil presence took over my body? Who was I? Every day I think to myself, man, like, who was Shania? Like, what was I before this happened to me? And I could only sit here and say that I will not let it get to how it did before. To where I lost control of myself and I ended up hurting myself.
I can only say that I can get help for it. I There's people out here that can help me. And sometimes I'm so stubborn that I think that what are they going to say that is going to help me? They can't take anything away, I think. But just to have someone to listen, to be there for you. Sometimes they don't need to take all the pain and suffering away. You just need someone to listen to you because no one else will. I just don't want anyone, anyone that's suffering with depression, I don't want anyone to lose control like how I did. Because the moment you lose control is the moment that you're going to hate yourself even more. You're not going to even want to live in your own body because you're going to be like, why did I do that? What led me to this? What, what? What was the build up to these moments? You're going to think and think and think constantly, but you're not going to have an answer for it because you don't know what happened. You don't know what went wrong. And every day that I let depression take over me, I sit, you know, I sit in my room, I cry, I bawl my eyes out. I constantly think, Who can I be if I didn't have depression? Depression has taken over me so much and everything in my life. It's taken away a lot of opportunities for me. I can't even think. I can't even concentrate at work because depression is taking over me. It always, it's like a, it's kind of like a bulldozer. Like it just like, charges after you literally just charges after you and just bulldozes you over literally like knocks you down you don't even know what happened because you didn't even see it coming that's how fast it was that's how depression is but don't let don't let it come to where You're cutting yourself. You're hurting yourself because it's not worth it. I've experienced it and I've realized that it's not worth it. It doesn't do anything. And I know, I know for the people that actually do that and they think that it solves something. I'm telling you, it doesn't. And you could think and you could think that it does all you want. And, you know, you just... Like, even after you cut yourself, the pain is still there. Does it ever go away? Does it? Like, does it really? Answer that honestly. Does the pain ever go away fully after you finish cutting yourself? For the people that think that that can solve their problems. Answer me. Answer my question in your head. Answer it truthfully and honestly to yourself. Does it ever go away or does it create more problems than you already had? 
That's the question of the day. Please answer that. Or DM me on Instagram and answer it. I I already said my Instagram in the beginning, so make sure you jot that down. It's cupcake XOXO H A N. Make sure you answer that question. Send it to me in my DMs because I would definitely love to know your opinions and maybe we could talk. So yeah, like I've let depression take over my life far too long. It's taken over my relationships, it's taken over everything. It's taken over my ability to concentrate at work, my ability to concentrate on my homework for school. Um, it's taken over everything. And the moment I let it take over my life, that's when I lost control. Everyone has a sense of control on their depression. You either let it get worse or you can stop it. You can, contr- you can control it the best way that you know how. By talking to someone, getting involved in your community, being around other people. You never want to let yourself be alone if you're suicidal or depressed. Because trust me, I've been suicidal and depressed and I'm always alone. And what do I get? I just get more depressed because I'm so alone. And it's not okay. And I know that I can defeat this if I push harder against it. Depression is an evil force that's trying to consume you, that's trying to take you under its wing, that wants you for itself because depression doesn't want to see you be happy. It's like, if you're happy, depression will slowly creep back in and get you and bring you to the other side, which is the darkness. And losing yourself is complete darkness because when you lose yourself, like I said, you're wondering where did it all go wrong? Who the heck was I and who the hell am I? Like, is this who I really am? I I think that we are all in control of... Sometimes we're in control of the things that happen to us. Other times we're not. But depression, this evil force, depression, we are in control of depression. We have to keep reminding ourselves that we are the ones in control. This is not in control. This will not take over our lives. This will not let us be miserable anymore. You have to be in control of whether you're sad or whether you're happy. You, not, not depression. Depression doesn't get, doesn't get a say. It doesn't. You can control it. And honestly... When I when I lost myself, the moment my depression got so bad, I thought that like sometimes I think that I can't ever be the person that I once was. Or sometimes I'm afraid that like 
depression will be who I will be forever. I get scared because it has so much of a hold on my life today. It does. I will admit, it really does. And it's not my fault that ha- that I have a mental illness because depression is a mental illness and it's not my fault that I have it. But I could only try and try to fight it for a better life. Just like all of you that are listening to me right now, you could fight it and you could live a happier and healthier life. You just have to want to know what's on the end of depression because I want to know what's on that end. I want to know if there's a happy ending for me. So what I want you to do is answer that question I had asked. And I want you guys to know that you are in control of your depression. Your depression does not control you. Remember that. Stay positive. I love you guys. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. Bye.